Welcome to Arbitrary Insights on Books. What I am serving you today is the book entitled How Not to Die. I have read many types of books and I vowed to myself that I will never ever read a book that would not help me to be a better person, even just a little. That's why I did not read any more any Twilight novels. Kidding, I might be heard by a Stephanie Mayer's fan out there, especially that they are all going gaga on the release of the sequel this year, which is Midnight Sun. Yes, you heard the title right. Makes me not really to read it. This time, we are going to book talk about diet and nutrition. How Not to Die is a book written by Dr. Gregor with Jean Stone. This book is popular because it would not have reached me, of course, if it is not. The reason why I was motivated to read this book, even without reading any book reviews, was the title. I don't want to die yet, so why not invest a little time to read a book on not dying. See the power of titles in book. What will you pick? A book entitled Midnight Sun or entitled How Not to Die? Of course, I'll pick the latter any time of the day. Despite how it seems too much because we are all going to die, it still has a point. Majority of us don't want to die, and we don't want our loved ones to die. So reading about delaying death perhaps is a good choice. Okay, so we move on to the quick technical book details. The book is nonfiction, copyright 2015, very few illustrations. Pages are more than 2,000, but a page turner otherwise. So don't fret on the volume. Um, it is also divided into two parts. Part one for me is all about the data, statistics, the convincing power of the author, the research of hundreds of study into few pages. Part two is the establishment of connection with the writer Dr. Gregor, the summary also of the first part. The moral of the book is simple. Eat whole food and plant-based. Avoid meat, basically. Just have a healthy lifestyle and you will eliminate some percentages or chances of getting a disease and lesser chances of dying from that disease. I know I might be overreacting, but this book, made me a better eater. Not a better person, but a better eater. Maybe it's only while reading the details which are still fresh in my head, or it could be that I have changed. While I was reading this book, I said I will experiment on myself. I said that I will give myself a week of eating only plant-based food. And you know what? I am on my third day, so hooray!
My problem is that I don't have much options these days because it's hard to go out and visit the market. So I rely on what I have in my surroundings. I do not explicitly like voiced out my experiment with the persons I am living with as judgments might cloud or might affect my self-experiment. Okay, so my two cents in reading this book is that it is too American-based. The audience are the American population, and I feel sorry for them because majority of them have a sad diet, like S-A-D diet. So for those who want to read this, who are non-American or not living in America, you might not be able to relate on some research about food because the population were Americans. But still, we consume the same edible ones and maybe we only have different names for them that we do not know. And we'll never know because there are no pictures in the book. So for those visual learners, it's hard to imagine what a cilantro look like. It would be very helpful to have pictures because I'm not, I might not know the name, but I may be familiar with the plant. Of course, you'll say, but there's Google. Sorry to say, but not everyone has a limited internet connection. And when while I was reading this, I didn't have internet connection, so I cannot Google the words or the plants that I do not know. End of story. Anyhow, people, if you have questions about the book, I think you can go to the website nutritionfacts.org where there are lots of discussions about nutrition, of course, and the website is run by the same author and his team. It has lots of write-up and videos on that site as well. The benefit of reading the book over small snippets of information in the internet is that it will make you digest the information more because of the constant repetition and emphasis. You'll be able to understand the concept more. You know what I mean? I also learned here new terms like uh, there is actually a term called a flexitarian. And again, this is also no ordinary instructional material and how to eat healthily and on how many minutes is needed to get the right amount of exercise because this book has revealed the evil side of the food industry. The thing that we do not see in the media. I appreciate how the author brisk and bear this dark information out in the open, considering that there are certain foods that are actually studied to have caused a certain disease, and yet they are still out there in the market. And also, why are majority of the people not informed? Well, according to Dr. Gregor, quote-unquote, whenever that much money is at stake, it's hard to trust anyone. So as always, stick 
to the science. So for those who are not nutrition enthusiasts or not medically inclined, I think this is also a book that gave a good account of the basic physiology of the body and the pathology of diseases. I am no doctor, but having a medically related course in college, it was easy for me to understand some concepts. I took nutrition and diet therapy subject in college as a prerequisite to my major subjects, and I barely pass it. I did not appreciate much the subject because I was basically around 17 years old, and I do not mind what I eat. I learned how to calculate the kilocalories of food per gram, but that was all for nothing because I only remember that until my examination. After a week of reading this book, I learned a lot of things, which is actually useful. It is useful because I can open up uh, or start conversations during mealtime because of the information that I read. And it turns out that I was not the only one benefiting of the concept, but as well as my friends, my loved ones, especially my old mother. As I said, not everyone reads and not everyone have the time. So at least I could share something based on my reading. Another takeaway from this book is that there are recipes in here, although if you actually need the recipes, there is another book of Dr. Greger that came after this, which is a cookbook. Of course, in eliminating diseases, there is also a need for us to exercise, which was also discussed in here. Yet, no matter how much we try eating healthily, do exercise and educating ourselves over and over about all the diseases in the world, we're all gonna die, right? The thing is, I read this book because there are days when I self-diagnose sometimes or assume that I have an illness that I just don't know. Like for example, when I have a headache and I overthink that it could be a brain tumor somewhere and it scares me. I don't want to die with a preventable disease. I am still young. I don't want to have healthy kids of my own. I would also to be able to see the next generation. And if there is just even a little power of me to do that, then I will try my best to do that. My father died of a preventable disease, kidney failure. It was attributed to the medications that he was taking to cure or to alleviate the pain on his gouty arthritis. And on top of that, when he was younger, he was a heavy drinker, but he had quit smoking when he started to have a family at the age of 20. I thought of him while reading this book. Had he not took those pills, he would have spared, probably, himself under hemodialysis for seven years before he died. 
we could still have conversations about anything under the sun. For right now, I am fatherless. And as selfish as it may sound, I want to have my mother alive for as long as possible. That's why I keep on reducing the salt when I cook food. The reason why I keep opening up discussions on how not to pop pills right away and trying all my best to minimize the stress levels, although it's too hard to control things like that. For our loved ones, we make sure they get the best nutrition, best care, and the best in life. That was the greatest gift I was given on picking up this book. How you feed people and yourself is one way to show how you care for your life and your loved ones. It's not just food. It's fuel to our lives. If you keep on putting the wrong fuel, our machine will have problems. And mind you, illness changes everything. It changes every little thing. I saw that before my eyes. Okay, so I'll wrap up this book podcast on how not to die. And let's all eat well and read well. Happy reading. Thank you.